grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Thank you for tuning in. Today I would like to talk about overcoming molestation, overcoming brokenness. A lot of young people, a lot of teenagers, a lot of children, especially at a time like this, are dealing with sexual abuse and a lot of it is being covered up. A lot of it is being swept under the rug. And most of it is because of, there's a lot of fear going around. And when you're dealing with fear, you become comfortable in your situation and you allow yourself to be stuck in it for so long. And as a child, you don't realize what you're doing to yourself until you get a little older in life and you realize what was actually going on. I endured molestation as a child, but most of it came from men in the black church. I grew up in the black church and at that time, homosexuality was a really, really bad thing. And homosexuality was a big secret back then in the black church. And if you were caught, or if you were outed, or if you came out, you were uh, looked down upon really bad in the, in the black church. So at that time, it was a really bad thing to be caught in a situation like that. But what that did was it gave these predators, it gave them a sense of, you know, they can be comfortable with what they're doing because it's already a big secret. And these men knew that I was broken. And when I say I was broken, I mean I was a broken child. My mother had an on and off drug problem. My father wasn't really in my life and I didn't have any siblings. So they used that as an opportunity to get in. See, all they want is a way in. They want to find a way to get your mother on their side. All they want to do is find a way to get you to spend the night or get that alone private time. Even if it's a long drive in their car where they can fill you up, they want to find a way to get that time. Even if they're married, they're going to find a way to get that time. And as I dealt with this as a child, I saw nothing wrong with it. Why did I see nothing wrong with it? Simply because, because I was broken, they came into my life, oh, I'm going to be a daddy to you. I'm going to be a mentor. I'm going to be a big brother. I'm going to, you know, be a father figure, a father figure to you. I'm going to be your spiritual father. You know, they find ways to make you comfortable. They, they say, you know, I love you. They say, you know, you're my son. They, they, they 
treat you a certain way. And at first you don't realize that, oh, okay, well, they want my body. No, this man loves me. He wants to be a father to me. You know, that's my daddy. Uh, I love that man. I will protect him at all costs. I will never say anything. You know, he spends money on me. He takes me to restaurants. He pays my cell phone bill. You know, they, they, they you know, they give you hush money. They, they buy you things. They, they, they treat you a certain way. And it's all a scheme to get alone time with you. It's all a scheme to find a way to get you to spend a night over their house. Oh yeah, me and uh, me and all the the boys from the church, we're gonna have a sleepover at at at, uh, at brother so and so's house. Actually, mother, can you come? My mother would always say no. So because my mother had a drinking problem. They would show up to my house for liquor and get my mother drunk. And once my and once my mom got drunk, they would find a way to sneak uh, sneak in the living room or in my room and 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 fill me up. And once they got my mom close, she was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, he 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 can go and spend the night." And once that door is open, you know, that's it. And sometimes in these situations, it was more than one. It wasn't just me. Sometimes it was like four of us with these grown-ass men. And I remember being a kid, and one of the guys was a pastor, and it was other like adults there, and there was other young boys there. And the pastor was about to leave, and he looked at those those men and said to them, and pointing to me and said, this one is mine, don't touch him. And walked out the door. And at that time, you know, it felt good. I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Although I'm 14 years old. Although I'm 15 uh, and I'm dating a pastor. Yes, I was dating a pastor at 15. He was a grown pastor. He had uh, another child around my age, but I think... uh, she was a girl and she lived in like another country. I think she lived like overseas. But uh, these men, they prayed on me. Oh, I'm going to be your father. I know I'm going to be your, 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 your big brother. And it was all a, a scheme to get me in their bed. And because of that, I developed this wall. I became broken even more because I felt like, man, this is all they want from me. Because after you get a certain age, they cut you off. Because they want somebody at the age that that they found you at. So if they found you at 13 or 14 years old, they want someone around their age. And by the time you get to like 17, they're going to cut you off. They're going to stop paying your cell phone bill. They're going to stop you know, picking you up and checking on you and being your 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 godfather or your or your or your big brother. And as a 17 year old, that can really really hurt you and scar you, especially if you are a fatherless kid. And the reason why I'm making this video is because kids are hurting because they are being cut off by these men that they think love them. 
and they grow up with this wall up and they don't know how to love people properly. They don't know how to receive love properly. They don't know what real love is because they've been lied to and they've been manipulated in their mind by these men. I was manipulated. I was a show off. I was lied to so many times. These pastors just want a way in. They knew my mother's weaknesses and they used them against her to get me. And these were not mean, vicious drug dealers. No, these were grown men, uh, pastors and, and musicians and deacons in the church, teachers. Don't you know a lot of people get those jobs, get those positions just to be around little young boys. I refuse to work with kids. They get these positions. Oh, I want to be the youth leader. Why? You want to be around little boys and you're in your 40s. You want to be around teenagers. No. That's what they do. That's how they work. They want to find a way in. And then they leave you high and dry and you're broken and you're hurt. And you can't love. You can't receive love. You're broken. You're hurt. And this video is to tell you, let that hurt go. Let that pain go so that you can receive and you can experience real, true, genuine love. You have to forgive them. You have to forgive yourself and you have to let it go Purge yourself from it. Ask God to release it from your spirit. Uh, purge it out. Whatever you have to do, ayahuasca, magic mushrooms, deliverance, prayer, uh, fasting, get that out of your system. Get those spirits out so that you can receive. Once you release those negative spirits, you can receive light. And with light comes pure love. And the right person who is supposed to love you and be in your life and be there for you, you will attract them. Do not allow yourself to keep these walls up because you've been hurt by a man that molested and manipulated you at a young age. I have been through it. The first man I've had sex with was my teacher. And this was a man who loved and who claimed he loved and encouraged and pushed and wanted the best for me. And it was the worst experience I've ever experienced. It was rape. It was child rape. It was the most painful, horrible experience I ever experienced in my life. And I never, ever wanted to experience that again. And because of that, I now have a blockage in my system that I have to work on and release because of the trauma and the manipulation I've had from older men as a child. And a lot of these kids will not say something. They won't say anything. The reason why? Because you have not opened the door for them to say, Mom, Dad, this is what's going on. This is what happens. This is what's happening when I go to so-and-so place or this is what my teacher is doing. They don't say nothing because they are afraid. And sometimes they like it. Why? Because they're being manipulated in their minds. I'm sure kids 
male and female may have crushes on their teachers, which is which is which is kind of normal. But even in the midst of having a crush on your teacher, it's the teacher's job to say, okay, well, I'm you know I understand we we all have feelings, but you know I have to cut this off. That does that did not happen for me at all. I remember. Uh, a man trying to hook me up with another boy my age. I think I was like 14. He was trying to hook me up with a guy that was my age so he could watch us. And he manipulated and orchestrated the whole situation to get us alone together at his house. Rejecting your child because they're gay is doing nothing but opening the door for them to be hurt. All the parents with kids that are gay, this is when they need you the most. Not to be their pastor, not to be their missionary, not to be their counselor. They need you to be their mother. When I was a kid,